Okay, so let's go back for a second to this chant because, again, I wasn't <laughs> there in person. So I heard a little bit about it, but tell me exactly what were the fans chanting here? I think you said it right there, the chant. Everybody knows what you're talking about in Mariner and in, in Mariner Land, right? It's I think they're gonna call it the chant, and if they land Otani, then we're gonna go back Stop. to it and call okay. it. Okay, okay. Well, let me tell you what it was like. I happened, me and Carl happened to be up there. Dodger fan, right? You know, uh, another Dodger fan to my left. A couple tweener Dodger Mariner fans. And an Oakland fan, I felt so fucking bad for them. I feel bad for them, but they were up there, uh, and it was just They're not having a good time. It was just like, no, it was just, I felt like when the chant was going on, it was like somebody that went bankrupt or maybe like somebody really poor, uh, like hanging out on Rodeo Drive or working at the mall, maybe, where people were... We're going shopping, and you, I don't know what's going to happen to you. So uh, the chant the chant was you could hear it, and it felt like it was coming from the outfield and the upper deck out right field, which, hey, to be fair, I feel like that's where the chant, the waves, all that kind of like crazy fan shit starts where you have people. or They're like, that was the crazy thing about sitting up there for part of the game. The organization of like these communities and these, we're gonna chant and we're gonna do. And I forget where they all come from, because we're so fortunate now that we sit downstairs. But it did come from the upstairs. It was, it, it, it went on. The only thing I'd have to say is, as much as it's been built up, and it's a good thing, and I'm sure Otani heard it. Every time a pitch was thrown. It would like die down and it kept dying down and dying down versus like a wave that just keeps going. But the, honestly, besides that, the game was so boring. I'm actually a little upset we didn't get a wave going in there because this was a waveable game. Bam, bam. What'd you say? Whoa. Hot take. Another show. Another two. Uh, Hannah, what, 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 what was it like on TV? Did they, did they, did they mic it up enough? Was it, was it? Was it? It was nothing like the boo <laughs> that happened a couple of weeks ago, right? No, but you could hear it pretty good on uh, TV. But you know, John Smoltz is on the broadcast. He kind of just pushed right by it. I mean, that was the most impactful thing and the big headline of that whole game. Yeah. And guess what? John Smoltz did just didn't even talk about it. And that's it. the player. That's the thing when you have a player in there. You got you got you got an announcer. You got a fan or something in there. They're gonna call it out players are so locked in where they they will always just be like hey i don't hear the noise i know what they're talking about i was in the wiffle ball home run derby <laughs> easily maybe 60 people there didn't hear a fucking thing so you're saying no. john smoltz he's locked in or otani he's locked in they're both locked in but i mean to talk about it in the broadcast to call it up but definitely what you're saying is like hey you're now Part of the broadcast, you are supposed to be pointing these things out and bringing what's going on on Absolutely. the field, but out there and and being like, yeah, let's let's not pretend it's not there. It felt you described the action, yeah. And what he did was very a very sometimes call a WWE thing where the fans are taking over the matches, but they're still going to call whatever they want to call on the script and try to avoid that. Um, okay, so the fans are chanting. What exactly? What I understand is 
come to Seattle. Yeah, it was very. At it was Otani, and it was. Seattle. Yeah, yeah, it was come to Seattle, and it was great. Yeah, that's what was going on. So again, when I started my whole rant off there about the other people, where I was in my section wasn't so much just Mariners fans. So everybody was just like, he's not coming. No, he's going to LA. So it did start this whole, a little bit of this thing. Okay. Okay. Not I, like a vicious thing. I but appreciate it, how the Mariners fans organically brought that about. Yeah. yeah Very I impressive. Do I do too. And look, I I think Otani seen, this was definitely, a, uh, definitely courting him for sure. Like this whole, the way they did everything. You got come to Seattle. It's it's picture perfect. Look how it was next door with everything. Um, well, Otani's you know, been, been rumored to have wanted to come here in the first place. So, well, you know what we do here in Seattle in the summertime? We woo. Yeah, we do. We catfish up here in Seattle in the summertime. Okay. So, let's just be honest about that. So, question now. So the trade deadline is. What, August 1st? Yes, I think like right at midnight, right? August 1st. They, they, it used to be like one, 1 o'clock out west, Pacific, 4 o'clock eastern. Yes. Well, I'd like to hear from you both a little bit because what I've been hearing on the street is obviously Shohei is, uh, I think, everybody's looking at Shohei. Where is he going to land? Where is he going to end up? I think everybody's going to make a play. Everybody would be stupid not to. And we could talk about, there's an article that came out, you know, the top eight places that he may go. Let's, I'd like to take it down to the top three. Yeah, for time. For time. We're going to condense for time. And I want to get your here. thoughts on this. He is in Anaheim currently. Will he stay in Anaheim? I'm going to say no. I don't think I'm alone in that. I think he's leaving Anaheim. So, again, the question, where is he going? The obvious the most obvious choice, I think everybody's talking about how the Yankees are the most motivated here. But here's the thing. Nobody thinks, nobody's convinced that Shohei wants to go to the, to the East Coast, in particular the Northeast. So I think the Yankees are 100% going to shoot their shot. Uh, I don't think they're going to be successful. The Mets are out. I, I feel like well. the Mets have spent so much money and they've done this throw too much money they yeah they'd be out i feel like why do you need uh, otani with aaron judge but the yankees are always will surprise you and figure it out but i i do feel like they're out i do feel like it is hanno i feel like it definitely is san francisco and they don't talk too much about san francisco i feel like the obvious move would be the dodgers they don't have the not DH problem anymore where when the Mariners were, you know, I guess apparently walking down the aisle with him and then he made this turn and kind of like Anaheim was, wasn't, it was, they were in the mix, but they weren't like a front runner. I think maybe the DH thing when you're playing both ways was a thing. Uh, now that's not a thing, and the Dodgers got a lot of money. They're willing to spend money. I don't feel like San Diego is. I mean, it depends. Though they, maybe if they, you know, Soto's out of there, they don't re-sign him. That could be a possibility. Uh, I know the narrative right now because we. If I guess this is one of these dating shows that you like to watch, Tanya. Uh, the Mariners just had the like a great date with him right now. 
and we wooed and, and we catfished. We wooed and yes, and it's there in him. But there's reasons why he wasn't here. There's also reasons why the Mariners haven't been successful at doing this. And 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 again, he's he's turned them down before. And uh, but I I I got to be honest with you. I all I. I'm starting to feel like maybe it is a possibility, but at the same time, let's not forget, this is a guy that plays both ways, which is great, but this is a guy that wants to pitch. He's a pitcher. Mariners have so much pitching. That's not the problem. The bat is really what I want from Otani. You look up at the scoreboard, he's got 32 home runs. I don't focus on what he does as a pitcher. What I focus on is what he does as an offensive player. I've watched him hit up front in Anaheim in spring training. It's it's fucking amazing. It's that's what I'm into. That's what I'm into. Um I don't know what you do. I'm sure you'd move people, but also this is somebody that maybe like you're doing both of these things. There is and you're getting and he's getting older. We're not getting him in 2018. We're we getting him in 2024. But also, if the opportunity is there to get him, as far as trading for him this year as a rental, not I would not risk that. Um, I don't know what the odds are. That That's my feeling on it. Well, we got Ijiro when he was older. He was, what, 28? We had him when he was... Sure. So. But to give you a little hope, after the uh, chanting, come to Seattle, during his post-game press conference uh, Otani mentioned a couple little tidbits I don't know if you guys knew this but uh, he has spent the last couple summers in Seattle which I was surprised to hear wow I um, did not know uh, one thing is is I know he <laughs> trains a little bit at driveline down in Kent so obviously he goes down there to train it's a baseball facility obviously Kent is in a place where I'm sure that Otani wants to live but that's okay it's a good training My facility. Uncle Kent lives in Kent, okay? <laughs> I, we love Kent. <laughs> Which one? The uncle or the city? <laughs> oh, the vaguity. <laughs> that was intentional. And, yeah. the yeah. other, and, and, and the other thing was, is as an interpreter, as everybody's seen, you know, who works with uh, him down in Anaheim, who Jesse Winker and the brawl went after, you know, or... Or I don't know if he went after, but he was involved in it somehow. Winker makes his way back onto the show. But anyway. Because <laughs> I Hanno. So that gives me a little hope. But you know I'm one that's kind of thinking there's no shot Otani comes here. That's how I feel. I agree with your, with your reporting that he's not an East Coast guy. He's definitely a West Coast guy. I've heard the same thing through some Japanese media that I've uh, – Heard from Mariner uh, broadcaster Brad Adams said he talked to them that Otani is such a regiment type pitcher. He doesn't like to be affected by the weather. Um, so yeah, West Coast definitely makes sense. Um, so, but surprising to hear that he spent some time in Seattle during his the off season. Very surprised at that. Yeah. Does that give you a little bit more hope? I'm gonna put myself out there and I'm gonna say I actually. First of all, I did not know that, that he had spent some time here before, and that actually helps build my case that I'm going to lay out here for you now, and I really want to hear what you both think. So I think that Seattle is probably a stronger contender than anybody realizes. I think 
we may be a bit of a sleeper here in this situation. And there's a couple of things. We have a really strong um, Japanese community here in the Seattle area. We do. So I think what it's going to come down to is what kind of player, what kind of legacy does Shohei want to leave? What is important to him as a person? Because if he comes to Seattle, we already, we have recency bias here in our favor. We had open arms for him. We were chanting for him, asking for him to come here. And I really appreciate how the Mariner fans organically came up with that cheer. I mean, it was the, it was, it was the talk of the all-star game. So I think it's going to come down to what's important to him as a person, as an individual. What kind of legacy does he want to, to leave? Because if he comes to Seattle, he has an opportunity to join an organization with really talented young players where he could be a great, he could be a true legend. He could have a statue here in this city. And I feel like, I feel like this. I feel like in 2018, look at the 2018 Mariners, right? Good team, right? Cano, Segura, uh, Cruz. Yeah. Pitchers, you know, you're piecing it together, right? You're, he's, he's the ace. He would have been the ace on the staff. Uh, also, he had never played in the major leagues. All he had known was what he's seen on TV. Now you look at you look at him now, he's a little bit older. He's figured out how to hit in this league. He's pitching great, but maybe that pitching might stop where, hey, he's on a team where we have so much young pitching, Hanno, that maybe the pitching part of his game ends as he gets a little bit older or it fades away. That hitting that I've seen from him, he's gotten better and better and better as a hitter. As a pitcher, to me, he's just he's been good. I haven't seen this big spike in his pitching. His hitting, to me, is what is so fucking impressive. And the, the fact that he can do both is impressive. Dude, who do I have to get a hand job to get him on the team? <laughs> but come on, I'm leaving that hit. <laughs> Let's go. Well, the only thing I'll push back on is when he was posted from his team in Japan back a few years ago, obviously the Mariners were in the running, and it was reported that he said he didn't want to come here because of the legacy that Ichiro had here. And sure. He, and he did not want to, you know, be in the shadows of that. Sure. And I get that, and we've, you know, that's the reporting. We don't know if it's true or not. But and I get that, but like now, coming Enough. now he's here. He's already started his own thing for sure. And you know, everybody was asking where was Ichiro during All Star Week. Um, I guess it was reported that he was away for a prior commitment b back to his home country of yes. Japan. I'm just throwing this out here. Could maybe Ichiro have done that to give the whole platform and the whole all-star break to Otani to get him to be the focus of it and not take that away from him? Is, I there, any, and is there any possibility that I could be? I could buy into that because Ichiro, just like Ken Griffey Jr. and Edgar Martinez, uh, most of the, like, you know, I would say those are the best three Mariners that you have. Without, and then there's a gap, and then there's a lot of other great Mariners. But there's Ichiro, there's Griffey, and there's Edgar Martinez. And Felix. 
I feel like the Mariners' chances, and this is me going off of again, like I said, where we had this date, this thing. Everybody's feeling the butterflies. Hope he's feeling the butterflies. And if he goes at the trade deadline to somebody else, we ain't gonna worry about it. I it's do just not like, want the Mariners to try no, to get him at the deadline. No, no, not at all. And we didn't really get into that. We're not going to on this podcast. We'll get back into it after this Detroit series. More in the trade no, deadline. I feel like yeah. Let's let's let them play this Detroit series, and we'll see what. And Minnesota. I mean, the yeah. next two weeks are key. They are. They could and be knocked, you know, out of the race, or they could be real close to being a game out of the wild card spot. Hi, this is Tom Pachorka of the Seattle Mariners, inviting everybody to come on out to the Kingdom on August 23rd for Mariners Funny Nose Glasses Night. Uh, Be the first in your neighborhood Tom, to have... Tom, I'm sorry. August 23rd is not Funny Nose Glasses Night. It's Jacket Night, Tom. Jacket Night. Yes, every jacket. kid 14 and under gets an official Mariners vinyl jacket free, Tom. Jacket? No nose. No Funny Nose no Glasses. Nose. No, I'm sorry. Hmm. What am I going to do with 30,000 pairs of funny nose glasses? That's your problem, Tom. I don't know if I'm going to help wrap this up, I'm no, land this plane, or if we're just taking off. But I do have a question for you We're both. taking off for the second half, but <laughs> go ahead. We're circling the airport here. I do have a question out of my own curiosity. Let's say, for the sake of argument, um, we get Shohei. I think that if we do, it's going to cost us more money. I think L.A. could get him for $100 million less than we would have to to get him here in Seattle. So I'm wondering, if we land this plane with Shohei, and just, again, for the sake of the argument, let's say we get him for $500 million. Um, it's a two-part question. What would that mean for the shorter the shorter term future for um, the Mariners from there we put all of our eggs in that basket is that something we would want to do I'm one that does not see Otani coming to Seattle so that's hard to say Um, definitely not as a trade transaction here at the deadline for sure in the offseason I'm just I just don't see this Mariner management doing it there's been reports you know that they're the mariners haven't spent as much money this previous offseason because they're loading up to pay out otani and go for him which makes sense if you get a player like that the stadium's going to be packed every night you're going to have i mean you're going to make that money back so fast you'll never i mean it, it makes total sense this guy is going to free agency it doesn't matter we saw what Aaron Judge did. Otani's going to do that? Should the Mariners match and do everything they can? Yes. With that being said, Hanno, you know what time it is. Charge. <laughs>